0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk Podcast. The business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. The thing about this job is that often at the end of the day, well, a very truncated working day to be fair, at midday I can walk out of the studio and feel like I've achieved nothing. It's not like I've painted a wall or I've collected rubbish and what were full bins are now empty or cleaned a house. What was dirty and disorganised is now pristine and gorgeous. There is actually nothing tangible to show I've been here. And I can stand up on my hind legs and rail against dumb government policies or youth crime, or declining education standards, and bemoan the fact that New Zealand is going in the wrong direction. But ultimately, all that does is let me have a rant, let you have a rant, because quite often you'll join in with me, and nothing changes. Like you see nothing as a result of our dissatisfaction, frustration, fury at times. And that is why I was delighted to see the story in the Herald this morning on Rotorua's motels, the emergency housing motels. Twelve of them are applying for resource consent to continue as emergency housing providers. At the moment, motels operating under ministry contracts are unlawful as the district plan only allows motels to have short-term visitors. So they're looking to rectify that so to retrospectively make them lawful, but also to allow them to continue, to allow the 12 motels to continue as emergency housing providers for the next five years. Five years! This was meant to be a short-term stopgap solution. And now they're looking to continue that for five years. The good thing about this is that the Rotorua Lakes Council has received more than 3,600 submissions on the applications, 80% of which are opposed to the motels continuing as emergency housing. So you've seen people galvanised. I mean, when was have you ever made a submission to a council? I have not. But I sure as tootin would if my town, my city, my home was being ravaged by a lack of foresight, a lack of direction, a lack of original thinking from a government that was just looking to basically put these people into storage and pay motels handsomely for the privilege of acting as warehouses. Warehouses for the hapless, the halt, the lame and the dispossessed of course it's non-compliant, of course you can't have people living in motels, and the fact that we're like frogs, you know, in the jug of boiling water. You know, it's quite warm when when we're told, oh well, you know, we need to get the homeless off the streets because of COVID and the pandemic and for their protection and for the community's protection, they need to be somewhere. And we're like, sure, Okay, we get that. It's a sign of the madness of the times that we just put up with the nonsense and we say, yes, of course. Of course they need to be somewhere. So pop them in the motels for a minute or two. They've been there for nearly three years. Longer, actually, because, to be fair, National started the policy of taking people out of cars and putting people into motels. But this wholesale, holeless bolus, storing people in motels because you've got no other ideas about where to put them. You're not willing to engage with social housing providers who actually do a really good job of looking after the homeless. Taking the huge amounts of taxpayer money that is being spent daily and giving it to social housing providers with a track record of actually looking after people and providing holistic care. No. No, 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 no. You just bung them in motels and leave them there. And you want to leave them there for the next five years? Are you freaking kidding me? We all recognised that during COVID, we needed to put people somewhere where they could be safe and where we could be safe, where there wouldn't be the you know, itinerant communities wandering around spreading a pandemic we knew nothing about. That is over. What worked two years ago doesn't work now. This is not an acceptable plan for the foreseeable future. To have people in motels, especially as we're opening up our borders. And people need somewhere to stay. And sure if you're a motel owner, you know, put a peg on your nose and take in the homeless because you get paid above the odds mm, but a damage. Yeah taxpayer will pay for that you've got continued custom you don't have to think about marketing can't really blame the motel operators at one point they thought they were seeing their livelihoods vanish overnight as happened to so many people during covid all of a sudden they're on a gold mine probably have to you know if they put up with having a ministry contract for the next five years, you wouldn't have to work for the next 50, would you? So, you know, can't really blame them. But I do blame the government. Because that is what they're doing. They're parking them in motels, leaving it for councils, leaving it for communities to deal with the problem that they haven't got a clue how to fix, despite the fact that they campaigned on providing housing and reducing poverty. And by parking people in motels, they've exacerbated it. So we need to use the tools available to us to protest, which is what the people of Rotorua have done. And this is happening everywhere. I mean, you know, as so many people have said, in Wellington, the, the, the inner cities a nightmare, in Hamilton, in Napier, like in Tauranga, pick a city, Nelson, Pick a city, any city. And you've got a lazy, inept, ineffectual government who has decided to use motels as warehouses for people they have got no idea what to do with. And by doing that, they have basically put the problem back onto the community. It's not good enough. If all 12 motels in Rotorua get consent granted, and this is only 12 motels, only in Rotorua, multiply this by 100, if all 12 motels in Rotorua get consent granted, they'll be approved to have 1,008 occupants in 301 units. Just in Rotorua. 1,008 people with complex needs in a city that you have to deal with, not the government, you. As a retailer, as a neighbour, as somebody who lives in that beautiful city who just wants to go about their business. Right around the country this is happening. So we need to get up on our hind legs, we need to protest and say, this is unlawful and there's a reason why it's unlawful, and you cannot ride roughshod over a district plan which which was created to protect a community. If, and I imagine that this most open and transparent government may well do that, if they ride roughshod over councils and district plans and communities, at least we'll see the whites of their eyes and we'll know what they're doing. At the moment, they've slurped it in And, you know, to our discredit, we've let it happen. But good on the people of Rotorua. 3,600 submissions. That's not, not just individuals. Some of them are groups of people as well. Who have seen the levers of democracy and are using them. More power to them and more power to the rest of the country to follow suit.